You are listening to What I Know For Sure, the podcast, where we talk about hard truths in business, life, and manage to create an impactful community of learning, growth, and positive humans loving on each other. I'm your host, Callie, entrepreneur, fractional COO, and podcaster. A lot of what 2021 looked like for me was setting up my business, getting the things that I needed to have in place as far as legalities, contracts, all of those nuanced little things that need to be addressed and are important. But then I also learned a lot. I learned what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do, who my ideal client was, learning how to use Clubhouse. And so all of those things I call are my building blocks. And so little by little, I developed my business into Uh, something that was fully functional for me, that was most appropriate, that made sense for me. And so now I'm super excited to come back in these last few weeks of 2021 and really look at what 2022 has to offer for me, but then also where can I make the biggest impact, not only in my business, but in my personal goals. And so this is going to be a mini series of three. Today will be business goals. Next week is going to be personal goals. And then finally, the third week, I'm just going to lay out exactly what my goals are for 2022 so that maybe that strikes an idea or I just always like to be open and transparent with where I am because I know a lot of you come from maybe just starting your business or even if you've had your business for a few years, you're looking for new, fresh ideas. So if you want to take this ride with me, feel free to continue to listen on. And so the first thing I want to talk about is the top five categories that really you should be thinking about when it comes to your business. The first, obviously, is the financial goal. We all like to talk about money, right? We all like to turn our hobby into a business. And so in order for that to be happening, we need to be able to track our financial goals, make some financial goals, and then really make sure that we are meeting them in our business activities. And so financial goals really are designed to help you drive more revenue, cut some current costs, to raise that profit and sustain your cash flow, and then setting new financial targets for the future growth. So what does that look like? Let's park on that for just a minute. In order to drive more revenue, you have to look at what you're doing currently. So I invite you all to take a step back into your books, if you will. If you don't have any books or need a bookkeeper, please head to the show notes. I will put my bookkeeper right in there. She is fantastic. But What you do is you put your business activities and categories that you're paying for and really identify the areas that you are spending money on, whether that's subscriptions, paper products, whatever that is, however you run your business, really take a deep dive into what is being pulled out of your account to run your business and objectively look at it and say, okay, is there a better fit for me? to be able to transition some of those things off? Can I find a cheaper way to do it? And 
not only just a cheaper way, but a more effective way to do it. So if you are someone who uses Dubsado or uses another platform and maybe you don't use it a ton, is there a cheaper alternative for you? And it takes a little bit of research, but it is better to research and find an alternative than to continue to have, you know, that $30 or $45, whatever that looks like for you, be pulled out every month, especially if you're not using it. A dollar is a dollar when it comes to business. So we just want to make sure that you're allocating those properly. And then sustaining your cash flow. If you pay yourself and you're looking to give yourself a pay raise, going back to that brief business activity of going through your business account and seeing what you're paying out, but also being able to identify areas where maybe you can increase your rates or increase, you know, the price on what you're selling. And is it able to gain profit and sustain the cash flow that you are paying out and or coming in? And then the financial growth, the targets that you're making, really be honest with yourself. Where am I and what is feasible for me to meet this next year? In 2022, is that what it's going to be? What is a target that I can meet? Okay. The next one is a growth goal. And so whether it's you know, the financial goal that we just talked about, or maybe it is reaching into new markets, launching new products, increasing your client base, or raising brand recognition. It's important to establish a realistic number of goals. My thought within the growth goal is do your top three. What makes sense? And start with a market analysis. So, We are going to move into the market analysis after I describe these brief five categories, so stay tuned for that. The next category is your client goals. What do you have for a goal for them? Is it improving relationships with your target audience that doesn't just solve problems for the individual customers? Are you enhancing your customer service that, you know, helps your company develop respect among all of its clients and then in turn promotes additional business growth? To set goals for your clients, you need to take a step back and identify the roadblocks that are inhibiting this client experience that you would love for them to have. Maybe it's sending out a survey at, you know, in the next week to ask them what's working well, what's not working well. Is there something that I can, you know, improve and do better? All of those things are really identifying the roadblocks so that you can give them a better experience. When you give your client a better experience, they will buy literally anything that you are selling them because you have built a relationship with them and you care about the end goal for them. I don't care if it's selling a product. I don't care if it's having a client relationship because you're a service-based company. Whatever that is, really walk through the roadblocks. And then number four is if you have employees walking through some of those employee development goals, 
you know, motivated, engages, engaged employees offer really, really good benefits for your company. And it is proven that motivated and engaged employees have increased productivity, they have a deeper loyalty, and are more creative. And so if you're looking for those things in your employee to be true, they are essential ingredients in a company's recipe for success. And that's why it's critical to design and execute goals with them and for them. If you don't have employee development goals, this is a really good section that if you're a solopreneur, you can set some development goals for yourself within the company. And so what does that look like? That means how can you motivate and engage yourself to then increase the productivity, the loyalty to what you're doing, and spark more creativity. Set those goals, right? Top three goals within this category. What are three things that I want to do? Maybe it's learn how to do a new skill or, you know, take that class that you've been seeing on social media that is just interesting and now you want to pull the trigger. All of those little things are developmental goals to expand your mind and increase your further success for your company. And then finally, your social goals. As your business grows, you want to be in the place where you can serve your community. Giving back is always something, at least in my community that I am a part of online. A lot of the women that I serve, but then I also have relationships with, they really want to be able to give back to their community. And so maybe this year coming up is the year that you are able to do that, whether financially or with your time. Set some top three, again, goals for yourself that not only will it make you feel good, but it also boosts your reputation as a socially conscious company. And as we're working through, you know, today and the days moving forward, that really is starting to be a stronghold player on if a person or another company decides to work with you. Are you being socially conscious? And those social goals don't have to be financial in-kind donations of your products, your services, or your thought leadership often make more of a positive impression than charitable donations. So if you're able to donate your time, I would encourage you to do that. Now, you have your goals and within these categories, you know, the financial growth, client, employee slash personal development, or social goals, I would then do top three within those. And why that is important is because if you have 10 goals listed under your financial category, what happens is, is you spend so much time trying to chase the 10 financial goals that all four other categories are forgotten. And so it's easier that if you have top three, and if you don't have three and you only have two, that's perfect also. But for the sake of this conversation, if you have your top three in each category, you can then take bite-sized chunks and make it into tangible action items for the month, for the week. And as you continually funnel it down, you will notice that your goals are being achieved in the way in which you eat an elephant, right? Which is 
little bites at a time. So I just want to encourage you that it doesn't have to be this granular thing. You can have one goal, you know, for each of the five categories, because if that's what you're prepared, if you don't want to do all the categories, you do you. Whatever fits, this is just sort of how I choose to map out my business and the and the goals that I have for 2021. So let's take a step back and go through sort of the analysis that you should be performing on your business. And what I would encourage everyone to do, and if you follow me on Clubhouse, you will know that I cannot stress this enough. Make a business plan meeting. Go to your calendar right now while you're listening to this. And I want you to make a series of three types of meetings. Are you ready? Your first type of meeting is going to be your quarterly planning meeting. Your second type of meeting is going to be your monthly check-in meeting. And your third type of meeting is going to be your weekly check-in meeting. But there's one more. There's this meeting right here. There's the annual business plan meeting. And so go all the way to December of 2022 and find a day that works for you, whether you have a shutdown, whether you know some days in December that you could potentially be available. It doesn't have to be set in stone today. But if you don't have a day and it sort of kind of freaks you out to have a day put on the calendar that early, put it on for November 30th to schedule that December meeting. And so you're going to label it business plan meeting because this is what you're going to do in your business plan meeting. So the first thing you want to do is to perform a SWOT analysis. If you've been in in any type of business classes or if you have done this yourself at some point or worked in corporate and had to do this, wherever you have come from, SWOT analysis is important. And so what a SWOT analysis stands for is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And this is where you have to take a big giant step back and be in that 500 foot view, looking objectively at your business. So let's do that. In a SWOT analysis, let's start with your strengths. What are you good at? What is your business good at? What is working well? These are all questions that you should be answering And did you have a big goal that you met in 2021? Or did you learn something new in 2021 that strengthened you and was able to pivot you into moving a huge step forward in your business? Or maybe a tiny step forward that was a big impact? What are you good at? Next, we're going to look at the weaknesses because the weaknesses are just as important as their strengths. And so the weaknesses could be things like, are you investing enough back into your business with marketing systems, building a team of people? Listen, if you're a solopreneur and you are drowning, you need someone. If you wake up every day and you have a disdain for what your business does because you just feel overwhelmed, go get help. Go get help. 
Go get an intern. Go get your friend, your mom, your your brother, your sister, your husband, your girlfriend, whoever that is, reach out for help. You are doing no service to yourself, to your business growth, to your business in general, by getting up every day and falling down because you just can't do it anymore. I'm off my soapbox now. Back to the question. So are you investing enough back into your business with marketing systems and people? Do you have a good client and employee retention? So if you have employees, is your employee retention good? And do you have good client retention? If you don't, we need to look at that. We need to identify why that is. And are your clients positioned to be upsold? So have your clients reached the end of what you have to offer? Or is there something more that you can give them? Is that a weakness in your area? Have you developed, have you not developed a product or other service that they can transition into? Let's look at that. The third category is opportunities. What networking is available to you? What products and services can you build more of? And what do you need to eliminate? You know, sometimes we have products sitting out there that are available that were really, really hot. And either we don't want to do that thing anymore or not many people are buying. Maybe it's time to pull it down, look back at it, revamp it and try it again or just table it forever. And that's okay too. As you move your business along, other people want different things too. So just keep that in mind. But is it cost effective to still have that on there? So what opportunities can you take within each one of your products or services to make it something different or, you know, expand on it more? What opportunity is there? And then finally, what are the threats? Is your niche becoming saturated? That's that's sort of a threat. So we need to figure out how we need to be more creative in that area. And are other businesses charging more or less than what you're offering? Are you sort of middle of the road? Are you the bottom of the barrel? Or are you, you know, charging more than what the industry standard is? That's all a threat, potential threat to your business. So we need to look at that. And then for each one of these categories, you need to choose the big three priorities to create goals for. So note, I didn't say create goals just yet. When you walk through the strength, the weakness, the opportunities, threats, you are literally doing an analysis on those specific areas and what is working, what is not working, what are the opportunities for the growth, and then also what are the threats on my business. These aren't goals that you're trying to achieve yet. It's simply just you looking objectively from that 500 foot view into your business. And so now... The next phase is we need to make your goals SMART goals. And so what does that mean? That's also another acronym. The S stands for specific. What exactly are you going to do? The M stands for measurable. How will you know if you are succeeding? 
A stands for achievable. How will you implement the goal? And R stands for relevant. Does the goal connect to your overall objectives? And then timely is the T. When will you achieve the goal? So let's take an example. This is going to be part of the growth category. So for the S, right, it's very specific. What are you going to do? Well, I'm company XYZ and I'm going to gain 10 new clients in the next year by December 2022. Again, this is just an example. And M stands for measurable. How will you know if you are succeeding? Well, measure the progress by tracking the number of clients that I've won, the profits made while maintaining the current clients that I have. And I'm going to track it by an Excel spreadsheet or my QuickBooks, whatever that is, list out what way you are going to measure that goal. And then achievable. How will you implement the goal? So the goal for implementation will be create a sales promotion, publicized on social media. The R is relevant. Does the goal connect to your overall objectives? And what it will do is help create revenue and new clients. And then timely, we will achieve the goal by the end of Q4 2022. So that's just a brief look at how you can, and I list out the acronym SMART for each goal. How am I going to list each goal? Step three is KPIs. Now, KPI stands for Key Performance Indicators. And so what this is all built around is how you will track the progress. So it's getting back to the measurable progress, but developing some sort of system or process on how you will extract the information and really understand if it's working, if it's not working, and how to meet your goal. So some people do that by collecting analytics. Some people do that by, you know, pulling purchase orders. Whatever that looks like in your business, having KPIs really helps you understand what is happening now so that you can do a brief analysis on if you need to shift the business activities that are surrounding that. And so the final step is to build good business habits to help you reach your goals. And you need to plan the time to reach your goals. Schedule the actions that will achieve those KPIs. Automate wherever you can using your calendar and online to-do list to set the deadlines and prompts to repeat tasks. So if you have repeat tasks that you know are going to be essential in helping you achieve your goals, then develop some sort of to-do list. So for example, there's Asana, there's Trello, marry one of those and you use it. That's the other key factor is you can get on and you can do Asana, Trello, but if you're not in there every day actively using it, that's also a contributing factor on whether or not your business goals will get met. 
and then review, analyze, and resolve issues. So getting back to those business plan meetings, you need to have your big yearly one, which should be, you know, December, November area, whatever works best for you. That's your annual meeting. Then you need to have your quarterly meeting. Then you need to have your monthly meeting. And I do a weekly meeting because that makes sense for me. But even still, if you need to do a daily meeting, feel free to do that. But keeping your finger on the pulse is super, super important. And in your business plan meetings, you can go over four categories. One is what are the numbers? Let's look at the numbers on our social media. Let's look at the numbers on our financial goals and anything else that you have numbers attached to. Number two, are we there yet? Have we met a goal? How far are we from there? You know, what does the business process look like to achieve that goal? And then review the long range goals and the strategy that you're currently using to make it happen. And then addressing any issues in this process. So reviewing what hiccups are coming your way, what seems to be stagnant, what, you know, maybe there's another platform that you need to incorporate or get rid of. So be open to exploring those areas and really identify what it means for your business. I will have some resources list in the show notes below. And so I want you to check those out, really do a deep dive. If you are off for your Christmas break, maybe spend some pen and paper time with your business. If you are a solopreneur, please don't be intimidated by this, but also this is encouragement to build your business up for 2022. And if you need any assistance, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram on DM. I'm always happy to help. I hope that this was helpful for you. And I hope that this lit a fire for you to do the hard thing. Get your business trending into an area that you love. And if you currently love your business, just pushing you to expand it further. Friends, I've had so much fun in this episode. I know it was a lot of information packed, but referring to the show notes will help you out. So thank you for hanging with me and I appreciate all of you. And I will see you in the next episode talking all about our personal goals. Until next time, what I know for sure is that if you don't make a plan, you're planning to fail. Thanks for listening to What I Know For Sure, the podcast. If you heard something today that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review, share it with your friends. This helps more people like you become inspired, just like you are. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or start that business, feel free to jump into the show notes with all the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals.